your car is overheating, you're in the middle of the street, and you're like, Catherine got really pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the third episode of the Millennial TV Podcast. We are your hosts, Liz, Adrian, and Candace. Today, we will be recapping Season 1, Episode 3 of Laguna Beach, Fast Cars and Fast Women. Just a reminder that if you'd like to watch along with us, you can find Laguna Beach on Netflix, and if you're in Canada, it is available for free on CTV's website. Before we get into the episode, let's talk about our pop culture news of the week. This past week, Danny Masterson, who played Hyde on that 70s show, was finally convicted for his sexual assault crimes he committed 20 years ago. He was found guilty on two counts of rape and sentenced to 30 years to life in prison, and he will not be up for parole until 25 and a half years has been served. So I've been following this case since the allegations like started becoming more public. So I was really excited to see that they gave him like the maximum sentencing because like, you know, usually celebrities, especially ones that are involved in Scientology, like they kind of get off easier. So yeah, thank God they like threw the book at him. I'm not going to talk too much about him. And I wanted to talk more about the drama with Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis and then other members from that 70s show that was happening. So once the trial ended, it leaked that Ashton and Mila had written character letters to the judge in hopes that it would show the judge the person they've known for 25 years and persuade her to give him a less extreme sentencing. In both of the letters, they go on and on about how anti-drug Danny was and how he was such a good influence on them to keep them away from doing drugs while being in the entertainment industry. And this is interesting since he was actively drugging women during these years that they were all working together. Well, right. And what does being anti-drug have anything to do with being a rapist? But exactly. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, I know. Two completely like, like different person. Yeah. Yeah. Anti-drug. Yeah. <laughs> so they also talked about how he was always on time for work. He pulled his weight as his job and what a hmm. great father he is. So if you haven't read the letters, I encourage you to look them up because it's like really infuriating reading these things that they're coming up with thinking that a judge is going to be like, oh, well, like he was on time for work and he was a really nice to all the crew members. So we're going to give him a lesser sentencing. Like, yeah. So that means, you know, the rape wasn't as bad as exactly <laughs> as it is because he was on on time for work it's separate from who he is as <laughs> yes. a person you know? yeah yeah <laughs> the whole thing is so bizarre i watched the apology video on tiktok mm-hmm. it's like they're only apologizing because they were caught mm-hmm. you know um and they're it was basically like sorry we didn't know these were going to be leaked it felt like yeah it felt like they had like an attitude about it the entire time i felt like they were kind of like yes. mad for yeah. whatever reason and they I, were aggressive very <laughs> aggressive and it felt like mila especially was just like reading lines that they had prepared or whatever but in like a really yeah. mean way <laughs> i was just yeah. like what is happening yeah, right now? It, it didn't seem like a genuine apology or like they were acting like right. it was a genuine apology and the only thing i could think of because like she probably didn't mean it but like she had a reaction to something that like as she was saying mm-hmm. it and I'm like I cannot wait for one of those like body language analysts oh, on yeah. YouTube to like do it and she had like an eyebrow raise at one point mm-hmm. and I'm like oh that was inconsistent with what she was yeah. saying it was so. way more this is stupid that you guys are mad at us yes you know what exactly. I mean like yeah it, yeah, yeah like it was very it was very like I'm gonna say this so that it gets the heat off our backs yeah. but we don't necessarily truly exactly so disingenuous like and it sucks because i i like mila kunis and ashton kutcher a lot yeah (laughs) um mila kunis is like 
she's been my like I've had a crush on Mila Kunis mm-hmm. <laughs> since like early that 70s show she's so adorable so yeah um yeah I was just like this is unfortunate and I like Ashton Kutcher I have heard not so great things about his foundations and stuff Mm -hmm. but you kind of hear that like about a lot of celebrities like Ian Somerhalder Mm -hmm. has his foundation and I've heard not so great things about that one either so it's just kind of like you never really know but yeah this was really disappointing for me Mm -hmm. I agree I was I was extremely disappointed and it's like you know they're like we support victims and I'm like but you don't because (laughs) (laughs) regardless you were still trying to get somebody a lesser sentence for something that he's been proven to have done. Exactly. So it's, you know, and, and I get that you can have conflicting feelings about somebody that you've known for 25 years who did something terrible. I totally right. get that. But you also okay. don't have to write a character reference for them. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. There were a couple other things, too, that I've been reading about now with the whole thing. And do you guys remember when Topher Grace, when he left the show, about how much like media backlash he got as far as like his character and they were trying to portray him as like this standoffish guy who didn't want to hang out with anybody and who wasn't friends with anybody on the set and now of course it's coming out that like Danny was like actively bullying him on the set because he wouldn't like go along with like what he wanted to do with things and it wasn't like you're not part of our friends group you know wait this is Topher Grace Uh, yes yeah and so it made me feel like a little bit of uh justice for Topher because he seems like the only one on the set like that was actually like I have morals and I'm not going to be a jerk to women and things like that that's the vibe that I I got you know what it is though like the other characters and actors were so likable mm-hmm. in comparison to Topher Grace yeah. so it was really easy to believe exactly that Topher Grace was like on the outs of everything mm-hmm. and like then he leaves the show and everyone's mad about that so like it yeah. was super easy to believe that narrative but yeah now it's like what was really happening exactly yeah <laughs> did you guys see there was a TikTok video escalating they had asked Sharon Osbourne on some interview who the rudest celebrity she had ever met was <laughs> And she said, she couldn't remember his name, but she was like, Kelly was with her. And she looked at Kelly and she was like, the, the one who's married to the actress and he was on that 70s show. And oh, no. Kelly was like, oh. yeah, Kelly like got her eyes really big and she was like, Ashton Kutcher? And <laughs> Sharon wow. was like, yes, yes, rude, rude little boy. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God. Like, And now that's circulating because yeah. of everything that's happening, obviously. And but, that was yeah. from an old interview that yes. went on? Yes, wow. yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, that's super interesting. But yeah, Kelly was like shocked that she she was like, wait, Ashton Kutcher? And Sharon was like, yeah, he was very rude. Rude, rude little boy. That's like <laughs> so what she, she called, called him. him so. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I thought that was wow. super interesting. Yeah, it's hard. You never know with these celebrities. Like, you know, they put out mm-hmm. this image of themselves and you never really know what's real and what's not. And so it's it's eye-opening a little bit. You mm-hmm. kind of have to go, hmm. And then it's like, do I support this person because, like, I like their work still? Mm-hmm. Or it's hard. Separate the person from their art, I guess. Right. Yeah. And, and it's really hard, hard to, to do, do that. But honestly, you have to at this point yeah. because... <laughs> So many people, especially like from our era of Mm -hmm. television and movies, like are just getting canceled left and right. I know. So, I mean, it's really unfortunate. Yeah. Are Mila and Ashton Scientologists? 
I don't think so. I don't think so. No, okay. they're very down to earth when it comes to like, now I don't, obviously I don't know them personally, but they're mm-hmm. very down to earth when it comes to like their lifestyle choices and their kids. Right. Like I know yeah. I've seen a lot of like Mila Kunis interviews where she's like, we don't want our kids to be entitled. Mm-hmm. Like they don't just get whatever they want. Yeah. yeah. Like yes. it's not that kind of situation. So, I mean, from the narrative that they have put out there, I think that Scientology would be like so out of the realm of them for the two of them yeah one other thing was that as part of danny's case like some of the victims had said that they reported it to the church of scientology yeah. and it was the church that was trying to suppress or mm-hmm. basically like sweep it under the rug oh wait is he a scientologist from... oh yeah danny is so, yes. oh yeah. i didn't know that okay a celebrity in yeah, scientology okay. which yeah. makes them even more like powerful and if i were to hear that as a friend even though someone might be such a good friend to me that would probably be reason enough to support like me not wanting to write any sort of like testimony or character witness statement for Mm -hmm. them, knowing that like Scientology is already so suppressive and that they were helping to cover it up. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I I don't want to believe that Ashton and Mila did this, but (laughs) it sucks. Yeah. I know. And like, it was so nice that like, you know, they were together on the show and then they got together in real life and And not right away because that would have been because no, yeah. she was that, young on the yes. show. Well, they took time. Yeah. And then they came back together. She fully lied mm-hmm. to producers yes. about her age <laughs> to get on the show. Um and she like looking back on it, she does look very young when the show starts, but I never even like it like went over my head. But yeah, she's definitely like fourteen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, so that's crazy. But I am trying to, like, in my head, I'm, like, trying to rationalize it. I'm like, well, they did know him for a long time, and maybe they didn't know mm-hmm. that side of him. And, like, people are really good at hiding parts of themselves. So, right. you know, I can't mm-hmm. blame anybody. But, again, you didn't have to write the character witness, though. You know? So, yeah, and, like, I get it. Like, that would be hard, especially if it was somebody that you're really close with and their family is like, can you please do this? Mm-hmm. You, mm-hmm. you know, that would be really hard to say no like, I think of it in terms of, like, if it was one of my best friends mm-hmm. that I'd known for that long and they did something horrible. Like, what do you – like, that's not synonymous with the person you know. Right. So how do yeah, you, exactly. That's what I think about, too. Yeah. So how do you, you know – How do you reconcile that? Yeah. I don't know. So, I mean, I, I totally get it if they were conflicted about it. But, again, they have to think about their celebrity. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, what they say matters, unfortunately, in this world of celebrities – and I think that they should have thought about it a little bit harder. It's a little bit different when no one knows who you are. Exactly. It was really funny, though, this morning, because I told Kyle that this is what I was going to be talking about. And I came out into the living room at one point, and he was like, you're never going to believe what I just saw. And he was watching the movie Face Off. And I had totally even forgotten about like this scene in the movie, but he rewound it for me. And Danny Masterson is in the movie. He plays the boyfriend of John Travolta's daughter. And there is a straight up scene where he is like trying to kiss her. And then he starts like forcing himself on her. And John Travolta comes out and like pulls him out of the car and like kicks his ass and stuff. So that was great. That was very satisfying to watch. But I was like, oh my gosh. Art like, imitating. Such weird foreshadowing. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to see him get beat up, then look up that clip. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that's our pop culture news of the week, and now we are going to get into the episode. The episode starts with a little before the credits scene where we see Kristen and her brother Mike. 
They are in the kitchen of their house, and Kristen asks him, do you think I could persuade Dad into getting me a new car? Mike laughs at her, and they have a little back-and-forth argument about taking care of the car, and Kristen says, you know that car is a piece of shit, and he tells her she's not going to be able to do it. So I thought this was a great little foreshadowing into what happens later on in the episode. <laughs> I love Mike here because he seems like the typical teasing brother. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And just like, it's super funny to watch. Kristen's dad seems really old school. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though he they lived in Laguna, he tried to keep his kids really grounded, I think. And making Kristen keep her hand-me-down car is just one example of this. I feel like there's mm-hmm. a couple other ones throughout the season and the show that we'll talk about. But yeah, I, I think her family was very grounded com- in comparison to others. I also think Jim and Kathy tried to keep Lauren and her siblings pretty grounded, but they were like rich, rich. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit, it's a little bit different. The show tries to paint like all of these teenagers are super like rich, they're young, living in Laguna, but Kristen's house looks so normal. Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah. It was like very different from what Lauren's house looks like. And that made me think like the only rich one on the show is Lauren. Yeah. yeah. Like everyone else is living in pretty Well, because Steven homes. says like, his house was like pretty standard too. So. And they showed the outside of Dieter's house that was also pretty yeah. normal. So Trey and yeah. Lauren had the best yeah. houses in Laguna. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I did want to mention before this scene on the previously on, mm-hmm. Lauren cracks me up because she said, Kristen only had two things on her mind, scoring a new car and a junior named Sam. <laughs> but I was laughing because it comes off so salty and it makes Lauren look so desperate. And then she says, like, now that Kristen's out of the picture, Steven and I can finally hang out again. And it's like, I can't believe they made her say this stuff. Like, it's yeah. so awful. Um, but it sets it up really nicely because you're like, oh, like, we get to see Sam and, like, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I just, I had to mention that because I thought it was so funny. That's hilarious. Yeah. I guess we should talk about Mike because he's passed away right. since the show. I don't know what happened. Do you guys know? Were there any details released on that? Well, what I heard from Kristen talking about it was like Mike was going through a mental health sort of crisis. And I think that there were drugs involved. Yes. Yeah. Like, I feel like, you know, that was in the picture. And one day he just drove his car off and disappeared. He was missing. Yeah. Basically, it was what I heard. Yeah. I heard that they found him, I don't know, like in the woods somewhere or something like they did end up tracking down where he was, but they don't really know exactly what happened. So. It's really sad. I remember really when sad. he went missing because it was like all over the news and stuff. And I, my head immediately went to this scene because it was the mm-hmm. only thing I could, mm-hmm. you know. It's the only yeah. time we see him. But right? my heart broke. I think so. And maybe in the graduation episode in season two, mm-hmm. maybe. But yeah, and my heart broke for Kristen because I, you know, I'm sure they were close. And I mean, that really stinks. And I, you know, I, I feel really bad about all that. Yeah, it's nice that we have this cute little scene between the two of them. Mm-hmm. She did say that too, that it was really nice to rewatch this and have this, you know, be part of her memory forever. Yeah. So the episode begins with Lauren, Lowe, and Jen. They are eating lunch and they are discussing the bonfire from the previous night. Jen asks if Stephen talked to Kristen and Lauren tells her that he was pretty bummed last night and was saying how much he hated the town and wanted to leave. Lowe asks how far away Lauren and Stephen will be from each other when they start college in San Francisco and Lauren says, like five minutes. Lowe says she thinks Stephen and Lauren are going to get married, to which Lauren replies, I don't want to marry Steven. 
And then Lo and Jen start saying that they would have pretty babies. And Jen tells her, your babies would be like the popular people at school. (laughs) (laughs) Lo and Lauren share a look with each other and they laughed at Jen's comment. And yeah, it was definitely a okay moment. (laughs) I love, I love when Lauren says, sweet Jen. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Cause you can totally tell that Jen is definitely the dumb blonde of the group. Yeah. Like she just says stuff and they're like, Okay, Jen, like, sure, Jan. Like, you know, like. (laughs) So Lauren's reaction to marrying Stephen actually surprised me because she was so put off by it. And I'm like, that's not the Lauren we know and love. Like, we love Stephen. I don't believe it. That little smile from her. I thought that it was like, you know, those crushes that you don't want to admit how much you like them, but you like totally dream about ending up with them and you fantasize about what your life would look like. And that was like what I got from Lauren's little Mm -hmm. smile. (laughs) Because there's no way Lauren did not want to marry Stephen. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. First thing that the girls discuss, though, is Stephen and Kristen, and I feel like it's the most awkward thing ever, because why would Jen Bunny know if Stephen was going to talk to Kristen or not? Mm. Like, she literally sits down and says, so did Stephen talk to Kristen last night? Yeah. And it's like, (laughs) why is that? (laughs) The producers had to ask her to say that, because it's so random. How would she know that Stephen was even planning to say that, Mm -hmm. or planning to have a talk to her? Did he sit down and tell everyone his plans before he did it? Like, it makes no sense. (laughs) And we get another appearance of Lauren's favorite white bag. (laughs) <laughs> oh again yes again uh-huh oh, I didn't and that. jen's mini skirt with the huge mic pack sticking out <laughs> made me laugh really hard <laughs> like, i was like oh my god it's just this little tiny jean mini skirt with a gigantic mic pack hanging out the back i'm like that's normal <laughs> I also don't remember Jen being so blonde. Like I always feel like she's a dark brunette kind of hair color in my mm-hmm. head. So seeing her as blonde, I was like, "Whoa, who is this?" Sweet Jen. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so when that scene ended, I thought it was really funny. They cut to like a beach montage of people surfing and stuff, but then they showed a little boy and a little girl holding hands on the beach, and the little boy was just totally naked. <laughs> and I had to pause. I, have- I, oh, really? I had to rewind it and be like wait is that is he really naked and he totally was so I was kind of shocked that they included that on what aired live on tv just a a naked butt of a little boy (laughs) I have written down whose cute little baby butt is that so random (laughs) yeah (laughs) so weird and before we move on from this scene the girls are talking about Lauren getting hit with a water balloon Mm -hmm. by Talon Mm -hmm. in the eye at the bonfire and I was hysterically laughing because I don't remember paying that much attention to that conversation before ever but I'm just laughing at Talon like cold cocking Lauren in the eye with a water balloon that he brought water balloons at all yeah (laughs) oh man that's so funny (laughs) Lo's like it was Talon yep So next we see Kristen and Jessica eating at Ruby's Diner. Kristen tells Jessica that she and Steven got into a fight at the bonfire and that Steven said, 
who knows what you've been doing with Sam. Steven told Kristen that she says one thing, then acts the complete opposite. And Kristen confesses that this is true, but says it's just her way of getting over things. A week and a half ago, she said she still liked him, but she thought he acted like he wasn't into it. Then at the bonfire, he told her he wanted to ease into things again. And now Kristen doesn't know what to do about Sam. And Jessica says, it's so dumb. <laughs> and that whole conversation was really like hard to keep track of a little bit of just the the back and forth of he said this and then I said that. And then are we together or not? Communication is so important here, people. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> they clearly don't know how to talk to each other. It is becoming increasingly more obvious each episode. It drove me nuts that Kristen is talking about Stephen being mad and says, who knows what you've done with Sam or whatever. And Jessica is super upset that Stephen is bringing this up. She's like, oh, my God. And I'm like, but honestly, he should be because his girlfriend is trying to hang out with another guy. (laughs) (laughs) You know what, though? It sounded like they were broken up. Now, do I think that Kristen was very messy with the timeline and that's why they broke up? Yes, but I feel like this was like one of the times where they were on a break. Yeah, that's the vibe that I got too. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And, and MTV didn't want us to know that, of course, because it's more drama if they're together. But yeah, I was just kind of like, well, of course he's asking who knows what you've done with Sam because you're his girlfriend, and that's upsetting. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I will say that Kristen admits that she tells Stephen one thing and acts a different way, which I thought was really insightful for a teenager. Mm-hmm. And you know that she recognizes that about herself that she says she really likes him and then is all over Sam. So I thought that that was very mature of her and surprising, honestly, within the conversation that they were having, because none of these teenagers often admit fault. Mm-hmm, that's true. <laughs> and anyway, mm-hmm. so I thought that was really insightful for Kristen. I did think that it was crazy though, that she moved on like if she did from Steven so quickly, because there's totally two different types of people in high school. It's like the people that harp on the relationship that they had after the breakup for like months and years after. And then there's Kristen who's like, Oh, we're done. Okay. I'm going to go call Mm -hmm. Sam. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It was like right away, even though Steven was like her love, you know? So I was amazed by how quickly she was able to move on. (laughs) Which one were you ladies? Oh, gosh. What are the choices? I was the one that would dwell on the relationship and what went wrong and what did I do? And then until another guy came along and then I'd be, you know, (laughs) different story. It was longer than a day. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) I was probably that way, too. I... I was always the girl that like I didn't like anybody until they liked me and then I was and then I would and then I would fall head over heels for them and they'd be like I'm good like literally <laughs> like that always happened to me like I had no interest in them and then somebody would be like so and so said you're cute and I'd be like oh yeah I never thought about that before but like yeah totally and then I'd be like into it and they'd be like just kidding and I'd be like cool <laughs> Cool. You're like, Great, I too. wasn't like slowly <laughs> falling in love with you. No, it's fine. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah, I was definitely like the one who dwelled about it after the fact usually. So <laughs> <laughs> And I was always the one that was like having crushes on people, but I would never let them know that I liked them. I would die if anyone ever found out who I liked. <laughs> That is so funny to me. You said that before. That's so funny to me. You know, when Facebook was really big, I would like click on, you know, so-and-so's profile just to check updates Mm -hmm. like on the daily. But I'm like, I don't think this person knows who I am (laughs) and that they're looking at 
their profile. <laughs> I bet you were like a Facebook stalker extraordinaire. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, I actually saw one of my high school friends one time was stalking this guy that she liked and accidentally put his name in like the status update instead of the search <laughs> bar and no. it posted and we were sitting in class and she like freaked out which I laughed so hard about but did he see it no I mean she took it down right away but like imagine doing that and then like not realizing that you put in your crush's name in your status update oh I would die so that reminds me of it was literally like the worst moment of my whole life but (laughs) so a boy and I'm not gonna say his name just in case he ever stumbles across this podcast (laughs) but he was like from elementary school to high school he was like the hot guy like you know like <laughs> like let's just call him like Blake Andrews okay so Blake <laughs> Andrews is like the hottest guy and anybody who goes to my school or whoever listens to this will know exactly who I'm talking about but <laughs> um he added me on Facebook one day and it was out of the blue he n- I never talked spoken two words to this guy so I'm like oh my god he added me on Facebook like he knows who I am so I added him back and then I waited like a couple days and then I made my status when the hottest guy in school adds you on Facebook, thinking <laughs> he would never, ever connect the dots somehow. I, I, oh I don't know. Oh, my God. And he posted a smiley face on the status. Oh. And I about shit my pants. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, he knows. Like, I didn't, I literally didn't think I was on his radar enough that he would care. But oh he obviously knew that I thought he was the hottest guy in school then. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was pretty embarrassing. And I immediately deleted the status. And uh, he and I have never talked about this. I don't think we've ever actually exchanged more than three words to each other in our whole lives. <laughs> is so funny but if he's listening to this at any point he will know exactly who he is <laughs> i cannot believe he put a smile on that i mean that bold is- right yeah major because what if i wasn't talking about him yeah that's true yeah <laughs> and i would love it if you played it that way just so i should have mess with his but family. i was yeah. so shocked I mean, clearly he thinks that he's the hottest guy in school but so. I, w- I was so shocked that he even knew my name <laughs> or that i was even like on his radar that I was like, <gasps> like, I didn't know what to do. I just panicked. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Imagine you didn't delete that, and you know, like years later, they actually remind oh, you of the yeah. post that, that you the posted memory. years ago. That's why I deleted it. Like I yeah. literally, like, I that was so embarrassing, and I don't know why I thought that he wouldn't connect the dots because he literally yeah, just added me. I don't know why I was like, that's a good idea to make that your status. I have no idea. In hindsight, sorry, buddy, that was weird. <laughs> I don't think he cares weird, about the to be, so I don't think he'll. I, yeah, I don't think he'll ever actually listen to this. But just in case, sorry, buddy, know. that was weird. Yep. <laughs> so the next scene we see is Stephen driving to talk to Trey. Stephen has just gotten off work, and Trey asks him if any hotties walked in today. Stephen says he's waiting for summertime on that one. Trey invites Stephen to a fashion show that his parents said he could bring some friends to. And Stephen asks who's going to go, and Trey says, me, you, and I was thinking of asking Elsie, since she's into that sort of fashion thing. Stephen says that would be sick and agrees to go. Question for you guys. What is Stephen doing there? He just rolls up to Trey's house, yeah. and then Trey rides off on his skateboard, and it's like the Good weirdest question. interaction. Yeah. 
I I thought that Trey was gonna get in the car with him. I thought he was like picking him up and then he just leaves. So yeah, I thought the same yeah. thing. I was like, <laughs> MTV had to have set this up just for like a transition scene. Like they needed a yeah. picnic scene. Well, I also think the whole fashion show was set up by MTV. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, you think so too? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> this scene in particular, I think it was a setup scene mm-hmm. that they were like, we need this totally. setup to set up the fashion yeah. show. Yeah. So we need Trey to act like he's inviting Steven. They were like, Steven, can you just drive to Trey's house? Yeah. And have this really <laughs> awkward interaction about Elsie, and then Trey will just ride off on his skateboard like the <laughs> cool guy he is. Like, I, yeah, I, it stuck out to me to, as so strange. And watching it originally, I was just like, yeah, seems legit. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> and now I'm just like, what are they doing? Like, this is not normal. He like drove to his house and had a conversation and didn't even get out of his car. Mm-mm. He's like, hey, want to go to this fashion show? Yeah, sure. I'm going to invite LC. Yeah. Awesome. All right, dude, later. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely trying hard not to break the fourth wall. Yes. <laughs> Then we see Kristen, Alex, and Sam driving in the car, and this is our first time getting to see what Sam looks like. Kristen is going on about wanting to get a new car, and Sam tells her to try and get good grades. Kristen tells him that her dad said if she had a 3.5 in school that he'd buy her a new car, and she has a 3.6, but obviously he has not followed through with what he told her. And she tells Sam, this car is seriously falling apart. And I thought that was funny because a 3.5 in high school, like that seems pretty attainable to me. Like that doesn't seem too hard. I actually said a 3.6 was pretty good. Uh, Yeah. Is that not good? No, I think it's good. I was just, it's not like he was like, you have to have a perfect 4.0 or something to get a new car. You know, like it seemed like, okay, I could do that. You know, I was like, pretty sure my GPA was like 2.0. I didn't try very hard in high school. <laughs> I got a lot of these. <laughs> I was like, I was there to like socialize. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. school was very secondary to all the other things happening at, at school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, actual learning was like bottom of the list for me. It was like boys, <laughs> friends, theater, homework. <laughs> so, yeah, three six was like, oh, mm-hmm. she's doing pretty good. <laughs> Were you guys 4.0ers or were you like... No. I literally had to look this up because we don't even use that. Like, oh, really? In Canada. Like, yeah, we just go by percentages. Oh. So I'm here looking up what a 3.5 is. It's like between a B minus... It's like mostly A's and B's would be your report card, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys do freshman, sophomore, junior, senior or no? No. Okay. So I literally have to like think about that. In my high school... And it's actually different across all the different schools, but I had an elementary, middle, and high school, and high school was like 9 to 12. Okay, Okay. yeah. That is really interesting that it's different, because I I always thought that freshman, junior, senior, like, that, I thought that was, like, pretty universal, but I guess, Mm -hmm. like, yeah, there's no reason it would be. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Super random. So they pull into a fancy car dealership in Newport Beach and they go inside and there's a car that they see for $150,000. Alex notices that there's no door on this car and asks, is it just a thing to look at? Kristen and Sam (laughs) climb into a different fancy car and he tells her that he could see her in a car like this. We then cut to Kristen and Alex in a car that 
Alex describes as looking like the Batmobile. And Sam is across the room and Kristen says, look at Sam. He's so hot. Sam comes over and they all look in the car together. And then we get a cute little montage of Kristen, Sam and Alex sitting in different cars, smiling at each other and laughing while the song in the background is playing How Lucky We Are. And I loved Alex's outfit in the scene, the pink tank top with the striped black skirt, black and white skirt. I have that written down too. Most 2000s thing ever. Yes. I had a couple different versions of that skirt. So (laughs) seeing that was Mm -hmm. great. Uh, Kristen's pigtails too, like her oh, little yeah. mini pigtails, mm-hmm. very two thousands. Raise your hand if you think Steven's way hotter than Sam. Oh, I was just gonna ask Emory, yeah, if you guys him. thought Sam was <laughs> cute or not. Yeah, <laughs> I don't understand the appeal. He's okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's okay. He's better than season three's uh, Cameron. Oh, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. If we're putting him on a scale, and then toss in Jason. I mean, Jason looked like a man <laughs> next to all of these yeah. boys. So. <laughs> Jason looked legit 45. Yes. <laughs> like, I am like, why is this? Good? And he, like, was smoking and it made it even worse. <laughs> and he had, like, the whole uh-huh. beard. And I always think back to him and Jessica fighting at Winter Formal. And it is the most adult looking fight that I've ever seen. Jessica's, like, half naked. She's, like, wearing pajamas. Okay, and and he's got a cigarette, like, hanging out of his mouth. He can barely speak because he's so drunk. Like, I was like, and these kids are in what grade? (laughs) Right, yeah. (laughs) They're not even 20. Yeah, Yeah, that's pretty bad. Like, if they were ever going to pitch, like, reasons your kids shouldn't watch Laguna Beach, it would probably be (laughs) that scene and the Cabo scene. Yes, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, freaking Jason with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth, talking about how he's not cheating on her, he swears. (laughs) I feel like he would be the student that shows up to class and then all the other kids think that he's the teacher and then are like, oh, you're just another student. Not like a regular teacher. I'm a cool teacher. Yeah. (laughs) I wrote here, Kristen calls her car the old Isuzu and it is an Isuzu trooper, which I had to look up because for years I thought she called it a Zuzu, like Z-U-Z-U. And whenever my boyfriend's old car would break down, I would literally tell him, like, there's the old Zuzu, <laughs> because I was thinking back to this scene. <laughs> and so I didn't realize it was the actual model of the car until I listened to the back. I love you. Yeah. So funny. <laughs> For years, his car was the old Zuzu every time he would break down. <laughs> Oh my god, that's amazing. (laughs) I love that for you. (laughs) Next, we see Steven, Trey, and Lauren on their way to LA to the fashion show. They talk about how big the city is, and Lauren points out how the stores on the streets are weird because they're all so open. I just had to say that the montage of this was very interesting to me because usually when places are going to Los Angeles, you get the Hollywood sign and the Walk of Fame and all that stuff. And instead, they were showing a really sketchy area in the fashion district. And instead, I was like, (laughs) "Um, my car's going to get broken into in this neighborhood. Like, you know. Yeah, it's like boarded Mm -hmm. up. Yeah. Yeah, it was really awkward. Tense. Yeah. It was funny. And it's funny because when I lived in Los Angeles, like that is what the fashion district looks like. And it is kind of sketchy, but I got to say that you can get really good deals there. And we (laughs) actually bought Kyle's wedding ring in the jewelry district for only $50. (laughs) So he has a different one now. We got him a nicer one many years later, but when we were 
broke and poor. <laughs> like we were like, this this will do. <laughs> I lived six hours from LA my like basically whole life, and I've never been there. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Even today? Mm-hmm. I've never been to LA. Man, the hills never made you want to go to LA. No, I mean yeah, oh, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I've never been there. I I went to Disneyland, which is in Anaheim, which is kind mm-hmm. of close to mm-hmm. LA, but I like I've never seen like the Boulevard. I, okay, well you're not really missing. No, honestly. you're not. I have always been mesmerized by like you know stars and Hollywood and all of that glitz and glam. And I remember going on like a family trip to LA, and we stayed sort of around that Hollywood area, but just like a little bit off. And walking down Hollywood Boulevard, I'm like, this is Hollywood. I'm like, I what? Is I'm this sure place? it's like dirty and it's nasty. Yeah. And then those people dressed up as characters are constantly trying to take mm-hmm. photos with you, but they're trying to like get your money. I'm like, get away from me. I don't even want to look at you. People always ask <laughs> yeah. me that about San Francisco. They're like, oh my gosh, is it wonderful? I'm like, it kind of smells. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, my best friend went to college at San Francisco State where Steven went. So it's always really funny that opening scene in season two where he's standing outside of San Francisco State because I've been there like mm. a thousand times so I'm always like <laughs> oh my god I like was there all the time but it kind of smells and there's a lot of homeless and a lot of weed and naked people oh naked yeah. people. the Castro district is particularly full of naked people it's like the LGBTQ district which we used to go out downtown there all the time just because it was really fun and lots of naked people people pee everywhere like I'm, mm. I'm serious mm-hmm. like <laughs> San Francisco oh, is not like People have this dream in their head and I'm like, "Mm, no, it's not that great. Yeah. When we lived in LA, we would always joke that you would see people having their kids sit on the sidewalk where the stars are to be like, oh, sit down and I'm going to take your picture with this celebrity star. And we're like, yeah, yesterday we saw a hobo like peeing on that star. (laughs) Like it's so disgusting. (laughs) People just don't realize. Yeah. Yeah. People in like cities aren't very well taken care of. Yeah. True. <laughs> like they're yeah. just not. So mm-hmm. yeah. It's sorry for any any dreams we're shattering here, but if your <laughs> lifelong dream is LA or San Francisco, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> So they, in the car, they're discussing the fashion show and Steven says there's going to be a bunch of anorexic models cruising up and down the catwalk. And he says there's a fine line between skinny and unattractive, to which Lauren replies, they made skinny sexy. (laughs) And this just made me think of, because this was in the same era that America's Next Top Model was like so big Mm -hmm. and it was normal at the time, I guess, and really cringy to look back on. Yeah, I have written body positivity is a big movement. Things have totally flipped. Yes. Things are so different now and you couldn't get away with that conversation. Mm -hmm. You can't even say like, anorexic models right like, that would be a no-go these days lauren has a face full of makeup in this scene and i'm pretty sure her eyeshadow <laughs> is blue which i'm absolutely living for because <laughs> blue eyeshadow is so not a thing anymore <laughs> we then get back to Kristen, sam and alex driving after they have left the car dealership sam sarcastically says your car sounds pretty good to a noise that it's making while they're driving and Kristen says oh yes please break down on me and then alex reminds her that if her car breaks down she won't have a car <laughs> Kristen then has to pull the car over because it starts smoking and Kristen asks, what do we do? What if it explodes? And they all start to freak out when Kristen says, my car is donezo. (laughs) And I just, that 
the phrase is so iconic to me, Dunzo. Iconic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so is Dunzo from the show, or did people in that area say Dunzo? The first time I heard it was on the show. I've heard it before. It wasn't like a weird word for me. I think it was just so funny in this context. Like, yeah. my mm. car is Dunzo. Yep. That's <laughs> <laughs> the way she says it and everything. Yeah. yeah. So Kristen starts to call AAA and cars begin honking behind her. Oh, wait. And she's literally parked in the middle. Yes, the middle of the street. street. Like not the side, the middle. Her car turned off on her and she couldn't turn it back on. (laughs) Can't. It's hysterical. That's the middle of the street. It's so dangerous. And she's pissed that people are honking at her. Yeah, it was hilarious like how one woman drove by and yelled, move it. (laughs) She drives her car by really fast honking. Then when she calls AAA, they say they're going to take 30 minutes to come out. And when they look out the window, there's a huge traffic jam that this is causing. Gigantic line of cars. And Kristen says, oh my god, that's bad. That's like gnarly traffic. Meanwhile, MTV is just like rolling yeah yes yes (laughs) best situation that's ever happened oh my gosh yeah so while they're sitting in the car their friend Catherine randomly drives up next to them and asks what's happening Kristen tells her the car overheated and when Catherine drives away Kristen says Catherine got really pretty it's literally my favorite scene (laughs) I love it your car is overheating you're in the middle of the street and you're like Catherine got really pretty And I I feel bad for Catherine if she watched that later. Like, got really pretty. Yeah. Was she not before? Oh, my God. I didn't even get that. (laughs) Like, if I was Catherine, I I would have been so upset. (laughs) I thought it was, like, a big compliment because I I felt like it was, like, Kristen's high school insecurity showing through. Mm. And, like, she was saying that comment in front of uh, Sam to try to get him to be, like, agreeing or disagreeing with her but basically trying to make her feel better yeah i just put myself in Catherine's shoes (laughs) (laughs) because she wasn't like a cast member you know and you don't see her. yeah we never saw her again yeah Yeah, so like i'm like that poor girl was just Catherine got really pretty that's her legacy (laughs) (laughs) so while they're in the car they're talking about how ironic it is that her car broke down the day they went to look at new cars and Alex says that it's fate telling her to get a new car a cop on a motorcycle pulls up and Kristen says I hate Laguna cops and it seems like the cop is trying to get her to pull over but she's not able to move the car and she yells get off your motorcycle you lazy ass (laughs) I couldn't believe how she was yelling I mean he probably couldn't hear her but yes she was so mad imagine talking to a cop like I know yeah I and personally I love a man in uniform and I love a man with an accent so your girl would have been like what is up (laughs) um but you know she was not into the accent yeah (laughs) so and I love when she's like imitating so you're telling me (laughs) (laughs) I'm like Kristen uh, you can't just talk to cops like that and she's like I literally can't move it Mm -hmm. (laughs) it literally shut off on me I can't move it. What do you want me to do? <laughs> I know. And like, as a teenage girl, being that sassy, like, and having such an attitude, I could never. No, especially to a person of authority like that, like a police officer. I would yeah. be terrified. I was really sassy like that, like, to my parents and stuff, which, oh, yeah. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> sorry for those ears, but, like, I would have never to a teacher or yeah. a police officer. Yeah. Or, like, that's insane. Like, I could be sassy to my mom and dad all day, but I would never 
Like, that was intense. I was watching yeah. her like, Ooh. I mean, he could arrest her. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. he's like, all right, all right, get back in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. I just love that the cop was British randomly. Yeah, it's so weird. In Laguna Beach. <laughs> just strolling in his little scooter. Yeah, I just thought it was crazy how she was yelling at everybody, just her reaction in general, because I would probably be crying and calling my parents of like, I'm stranded in the middle of the street. (laughs) You know, I wouldn't be yelling. I would have been getting in trouble because my car. Yeah, the way her car was smoking, I would have been freaking. Yeah. Like, everybody get out of the car. Yes. Yeah. They just sat there. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) I would be on the side of the road. And everybody could yell at my car and not me. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to ask if either of you guys have ever been in a broken down car situation like that at all. Well, my boyfriend's old Zuzu Uh broke down many times. (laughs) (laughs) We were going to go on a hike one day with and we were driving a few friends and it just like broke down on the side of the road and we called triple a here so yep. yes many times but it's never smoked like that and honestly every time it broke down if there was any smoke actually one time there was smoke coming out of the air can like the air oh, vents gosh. oh i like ran out of the car i'm like i'm not staying here <laughs> that's so scary yeah i don't think i've ever been in a broken down car honestly i had it happen to me one time where i was in a really busy road it's similar but I was able to get my car to the side of the road, luckily. So I wasn't just like completely blocking traffic. But it still happened where I was like at a stoplight and then I went to go and my car was just like not going for whatever reason. And yeah, I had to call my stepdad to come rescue me. So <laughs> it was awful. Were you uh, were you pissed off like Kristen? No, I was <laughs> so scared. <laughs> yeah. Did it shut off on you and you literally yeah. didn't want to start it because it's overheating? <laughs> And I don't want to because it's overheating. (laughs) Well, no British cops approached me, so I don't know how I would have reacted if that happened. So So we then see Trey, Lauren, and Steven at the hotel where the fashion show is going to take place. Trey says what's cool about fashion is that it's straight up wearable art. They're all eating in the hotel room and Steven comments about how fast he ate a sandwich and Lauren asks if he wants half of hers and says you could use it and smacks him on his bare stomach. <laughs> and that was it loud. It was so loud. I was like that sounded really painful and also why was he shirtless at the table at all? So, so cute though. Yeah. Like, totally flirting. Very flirty. And, like, I love yeah, when they're calling each other honey, mm-hmm. <laughs> honey, in the baby voice. Do you want some honey? <laughs> I'm like, oh, Lauren and Steven being cute. So cute. <laughs> Lauren talked about how cool makeup is, and also says that it's like wearable art on our faces. She says she always wears her makeup depending on her mood. You can always tell when I'm in a bad mood because I wear lots of dark makeup. And then Steven leaned in close to her face and asked if she was in a bad mood. And she says, no, it's just blue to match her shirt. And then she said, when she's in a good mood, you can tell because her makeup is matching what she's wearing. I just thought that was really cute. Yeah. And I how thought it was yeah. really confusing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, like poor Steven's like, well, what, yeah, but it's what dark. What yeah. to do here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a baby blue Steven. Yeah. Come on, get with it. 
<laughs> I do love that he immediately looks directly at her face like, are you in a bad mood? <laughs> yeah. He's very concerned. So next we get back to the car situation and we see Alex and Sam finally pushing Kristen's car over to the side of the road. And then her dad shows up as the car is getting towed. And I just thought it was hilarious. Her dad showed up and he looked like he had been golfing. <laughs> and yeah. he was probably like having a really great day golfing, like playing like his best game ever. And then Kristen calls that her car broke down and he's like, oh, I he's have to so go. Pissed. Yeah, he was he's mad. so pissed. Yeah. And I actually have written down that it's so relatable. Yeah. Because if I was in that situation, I would have immediately called my dad and he would have been at work and he would have been like, are you serious? Seriously, <laughs> like, I'm like, I need help, and he'd be like, "All right, I'll be," you know. <laughs> but he just, he's, he's, it's so relatable. He's so yeah. pissed, and Kristen knows it too. She's like, "I am in so much trouble." <laughs> so next, we see Kristen and Alex at a restaurant, and Kristen is telling Alex that her dad says she better learn to love her car because she's going to have it for the next four years. And we learn that it was Kristen's fault the car broke down because she didn't put oil in it. Alex asks how Kristen is supposed to know how to put oil in a car, and Kristen asks her if she checks her oil. Alex says no, and if something happens, she just calls her dad. And Kristen says, does everyone check their oil or something? <laughs> but I had to agree with them because when I got my first car, my dad didn't teach me how to change the oil. He was just like, I'll do it for you. No, but it's pretty standard to know that the car needs an oil change i would disagree <laughs> really <laughs> yeah. i mean i here's the thing i knew the car needed an, i wasn't doing it my dad was doing it but like mm -hmm. i knew it needed an oil change and if something was going wrong it was probably because it needed an oil change candace you were better than <laughs> yeah better than me yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah i would not have known i didn't know until like i purchased my first car but that i was like 22 and then i was taught like you have to get an oil change every six months or whatever you know but before that i i didn't do it at all so that's so funny i thought this conversation was so ridiculous i was like everybody <laughs> knows the car needs an oil change i feel like that now so now i'm like oh my gosh come on but yeah being 17 no, i get it that's really funny kristen not putting oil in her car is relatable because my dad took care of my car for me back then but i mean i did know that that was mm -hmm. a thing to do <laughs> so, that's so funny <laughs> but i mean i don't know the first thing about cars other than that but yeah <laughs> i love though that dennis didn't immediately rush to getting her a new car because it shows that he's not spoiling her he's really making her like you know work hard and appreciate you know the value of a yep. dollar so i really like that of the little that we know of dennis so far and if he told her about the oil change and she just blatantly ignored it then yeah why would you reward bad behavior right <laughs> yeah the conversation then changes to steven and Alex asks where Steven is, and Kristen tells her about the fashion show. Kristen says Lauren probably thinks she's all cool for going, and mockingly says, I'm going with Steven to a fashion show because I'm going to fashion school that you don't even need brains to go into. I'm such a bitch. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, she's so mean. <laughs> and she says, Alex says, who's he with? And she goes, try an LC. <laughs> <laughs> Kristen is just so not an Elsie fan. But yeah, so rude. Like, fashion school is, like, not easy. Exactly. <laughs> I heard it as her saying, like, fashion school that you need brains to get into. Oh. No. Yeah, she said no. you don't even need to. Yeah, that you need, don't need yeah. brains to get into. Oh. Yeah. I thought she was paying Lauren a compliment, but no, never mind. Absolutely not. <laughs> 
So the next scene we see is Traylorn and Steven arriving at the fashion show. We get a glimpse of the runway and some of the models. The camera shows a model in a very short dress and it looks like she's taking her underwear off. It then cuts to Steven saying, that one's hot. The fashion show's underway and we get glimpses of the three of them checking out the models. They're seated in the front row and at one point Steven says, Trey, check that one out. And they fist bump each other with Lauren sitting in between them. It's gross. So nasty. It's gross. Come it's on, gross. Guys. And I love that Lauren has like the stank face on. Like, yeah. Like, looking down at their at their interactions. She's just like, ew. Like they are gross, Lauren. Yes. Yeah. That is gross. Yeah. <laughs> During the show, one of the models looks directly down at Steven, and when she walks away, he says she's not too skinny and that she has a hot face. <laughs> to be fair, that model is super cute. Yeah. But I'm not crazy about the pink suit she's wearing. I agree. <laughs> it's pretty awful. <laughs> I also feel like saying, oh, she has a hot face. I was like, I don't know if I would want, like, that's just a strange way to say that someone's good looking. Like, you have a hot face. I think it was awkward because Lauren was sitting there and I think mm-hmm. he knew like Lauren likes me or whatever. And like, he didn't want to be like too much, but honestly, I think Steven is so gross in this scene. Yes. Um, okay. But she asks Steven, I think that this was one of the other models. If one of them was uh, unattractively skinny and he outright goes, she's hot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I think he's like, I don't know. I feel bad for Lauren because she clearly wants him to be like, yeah, you know, she's unattractively skinny, mm-hmm. and he's just like, he's such a boy in yes. this scene. Yes, like, yes, like I'm expecting him, such a seventeen-year-old boy. Like he just can't help. Yeah, himself. I'm yeah. expecting him to run away any second to hide his boner. Like it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's so, clenching his yeah, thighs. Yeah. Like, gross like i'm just like steven <laughs> i get it like looking at linoleum makes 17 year old boys want to have sex but like <laughs> like god i can't take credit for that quote it's from buffy but <laughs> i like he drives me nuts in this scene <laughs> after the show the same model comes up to steven and tells him he's so gorgeous The model and Steven take a photo together and the model runs off saying, oh, she's mad in reference to Lauren. And then Trey tells Lauren that the model thought she was Steven's girlfriend. And I went back to double check this and Steven did say on Back to the Beach that MTV didn't set up that interaction, that the model like actually came to him and said that. I think it's legit because Steven does have a really naturally pretty face. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, he does. And, like, she was looking at him during the fashion show. Yeah. It was pretty obvious. Like, for whatever reason. And maybe it was partly because there was a camera following him. Yeah, that's true. And she's a model. And she wanted, you know, he was cute. And Mm -hmm. she was like, cool, maybe this will be, like, a thing for me. But, yeah, he does, like, have a really naturally pretty face. I would have spotted him out of a crowd, too, back then. Yeah. So. I can't even see Steven as hot anymore after listening to him on Back to the Beach. <laughs> I, I, I yeah. cannot remember the feelings that I had. I, ha- I still haven't even finished Back to the Beach because it's such a chore to listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> and I like, I'm going to feel so bad if he ever listens to this, which he won't. But I know, Steven, you were, we like you. We just, you know. Yeah, I just like, yeah, I can't. <laughs> I know, someone help. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't even know like what it is. I think it's just that he's so non-insightful. Yes. And he has this like tenor to his voice where he's like, da 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 Yeah, he does. I'm like, I'm like, calm down, Steven. Rain it in, buddy. 
the three of them then enter the after party at the spider room in Hollywood and we get a little montage of people dancing. Steven asks if they want to drink at the bar and says that he's buying. And then we see a woman pole dancing and it cuts to Lauren saying, I don't feel comfortable here. Lauren asks the boys not to leave her and when they say they won't, she says, yes, you will. <laughs> and then we see Steven dancing with a model from the show while Lauren is watching from a distance and Lauren does not look happy. And it's happy. literally disgusting. It's so gross <laughs> yeah. and it goes on and on for a really long time it felt like <laughs> yes and how old is this model yeah because she is grinding on steven yeah. like there is no tomorrow and i'm yeah. like this yeah. is so inappropriate if she's like 20 you know what i mean yeah yeah so i was like this is super awkward and i felt really awkward watching it I felt so bad for Lauren. Yes. And she's with two boys and like obviously mm -hmm. they both want to stay there. She has no person to like go back to the hotel with. Like I felt really yeah. bad. And Trey trying to play Steven's wingman <laughs> is really, really funny. But like I just that whole scene was so uncomfortable and it was an inappropriate place for teenagers to be mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. you see that like little scene of Lauren like trying to dance and have a good time but yeah. it's like awkward because there's probably like gross guys around her and like I would leave too, Lauren. She just wasn't into it. She was basically trying to play it cool the whole night and trying to make it okay what they were doing and what they were saying. And even when the model takes a picture with Steven and she runs away going, she's mad, talking about Lauren. Like, Lauren had to act as if she was like, oh, what did she say? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Instead of getting, like, super pissed at the fact that that model was being super annoying to her. Like, right. I just felt so bad for Lauren. Like, she looked a little heartbroken there. Totally understandable. Steven was just flirting with her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this was like, I'm sure that she thought she was going to have some magical weekend with Steven up in L.A. without Kristen, but... And you can tell she really thought something was going to happen because whenever she leaves... And she's talking on the phone. And I think she's talking to Lo. She could be talking to another friend. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But mm -hmm. I just assume it's Lo. And she says, this is not working. Like, as she leaves. And it Aww. makes me think that she had, like, this plan to, like, win Steven over during this trip. And it mm -hmm. just, like, was not happening. And I feel bad. because, And it had to be more than just that that club was awful. Because she's, like, crying. Oh, <laughs> you totally, know? yeah. So, yeah that club looked nasty to me <laughs> and it was so like the the shoulder to shoulder people like that I was it like I so easy it did yeah so after a long while of Steven dancing with the models Lauren has had enough and she goes outside and gets in her car to make a phone call and she tells her about the models hanging out around Steven and the one who called him gorgeous and then she leaves and we see Steven hanging outside the club with three models around him and so I was really glad that she did just leave like that I was like good for yeah. her uh -huh. but I also was wondering how Steven and Trey got home or to the hotel you yes. know I was like what, what about them I was watching something on YouTube and it was again one of those like Kristen and Steven answering questions and somebody asked that they were like did Lauren yeah. just like leave you there and I can't remember what the answer was do you remember what the answer was me neither okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm like I can't remember what the answer was but he I think he said like it was set up by MTV so they had a ride home or something okay. to that effect but yeah so they were just like did she just like <laughs> ditch you guys like that's super awkward but right yeah so. yeah i think she probably brought her car for whatever reason mm -hmm. and then she just drove back to the hotel and mtv got them back to the hotel because the only reason they got into the spider room was because of mtv exactly <laughs> so they were like yeah stay dance with more models let me film this <laughs> Also, whose parents would let them go up to L.A. for a weekend to, like, go to a fashion show? Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, Jim and Kathy, just send Lauren with Steven and Trey up to L.A. They can't possibly get into anything bad. <laughs> 
Like, this is how girls go missing, okay? Ever hear of Natalie Holloway? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. Next, we see the boys golfing, and Stephen is telling Jonathan, the golf captain, about the fashion show and Lauren getting upset with him for hanging out with the models all night. Why is golfing such a thing? I, I know. Luna? It's like every episode, I feel <laughs> like. Anytime boys golf, a scene they should cut out of the show. They're so boring. Like, I can't. I did have that Stephen clearly did not think any of it was a big deal mm-hmm. like he did not think that anything happened that was that upsetting to lauren and i feel like lauren was really hurt and this just shows how dumb boys are yes yeah mm-hmm. like you have to spell it out for them it's so sad <laughs> next we see lauren and jen driving while lauren tells her how cool the fashion show was she tells her about the interaction with the model who thought she was steven's girlfriend and lauren says the model was dumb as dirt jen asks if Kristen knows about all this and lauren says she doesn't know and I thought it was really funny in this scene, too, how there was a lot of cars honking at them the entire time. I, it was very strange. I was like, is well, one Jen's of them driving? Right? Yeah. So I'm like, she must have been a really bad driver or some of that was added in. I don't know. Why does that not surprise me? Yeah, So Kristen and Steven arrive at Pomodoro for dinner and he tells her about how fun the fashion show was and says all the models were so hot. Kristen asks why Lauren didn't want to go to the after party, and he said she was stressed out, but him and Trey had a great time. Stressed out? Like, what does that mean? I know. She was annoyed that you were grinding (laughs) with models. Okay, it's fine, Steven. (laughs) We'll let you have that one, Steven. She was stressed out. So Steven asks what Kristen did last night, and she said she went to dinner with Zach. He doesn't look happy about that and asks if it was just the two of them. Kristen says yes, but then mentions that Zach has a girlfriend and says how cute they are together. Steven asks how she knows that, and she says that Zach's screensaver was a picture of his girlfriend, and when she called him, their conversation was so cute. Steven is still visibly unhappy about this and asks what they did, and Kristen tells him they went to dinner and then she went home, to which Steven replies, random. And I was so frustrated seeing him tell Kristen about all these hot models he was around. And then she's like, I had dinner with my friend who is a guy. And he got all jealous. Has a girlfriend and talks to his girlfriend in front of me. Yeah. Like he got increasingly more upset when she talked about his girlfriend. Yeah. I was like, Steven, relax. You are a jealous and rage person. I wrote that down. (laughs) I said, I think he's about to be in a jealous rage here. So yeah. Like I was so irritated with him it was like the more that she tried to smooth it over he was like how could you go to dinner with a guy who has a girlfriend yeah (laughs) yeah and he was like what did you after and she was like nothing i went home he's like really it's like yeah because he has a girlfriend yeah (laughs) he's just so accusatory of her yeah while you know he's out bumping and grinding exactly yeah Yeah. Yeah. because he certainly wasn't thinking about kristen and zach when he was dirty dancing with the model in the pink suit yeah yeah Steven asks if she wants to go home after this, and she says no. They both ask each other what they want to do, and neither of them say anything, but instead share some very flirtatious looks with each other, and then they get up to leave. And then we see them entering Steven's house, and the episode ends. Yeah, MTV wants us to think that they hooked up, and I think they did too. (laughs) I mean, it seemed like that's what they wanted to say, let's go do that. Yeah, Yeah. well, again, I feel like these teenagers are having so much sex. Because I was having no sex. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like freely going to each other's homes. Yeah. I'll be honest. I was having zero sex. None. (laughs) 
I don't think I even thought about that in high school. I mean, I thought about it, but I wasn't doing it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, not even that many of my friends were having sex. Like, I I really, like, don't... The the amount of sex that these kids have on this show is insane to me for how old they are. They're 25. Yeah. They're living the lives of 20-something. It's wild. And, I mean, sure, maybe some of those times they weren't hooking up. Maybe they were just hanging out, whatever. But... I mean, it certainly seems like they were doing more than that. <laughs> and the, the emotions were so high for all of these relationships, too. And usually they're not that high unless sex is involved. Kristen blatantly says that she heard that Stephen and Lauren had sex. So we know that happened. Mm-hmm. So, you know. And the way that the show does it, it always makes it seem like they're like they don't have to sneak around. Like they just go to his house and they're good. Yeah, like that's yeah. so unrealistic for high school. Like they'd be doing it in the car or something, I feel like. I feel like boys had more leeway than girls, though. Like, boys could have girls mm-hmm. over, I feel like, way more than girls could have guys over. That's true. My best friend in high school, she was always at her boyfriend's house, and his parents were just like, eh. Like, it was fine. If I had asked to have a boy over, my mom would have been like, you don't know any boys. <laughs> like, I would have been like, yes, I do. I have boyfriends. And she would have been like, uh, oh, sure you do. Okay. You know, like, yeah. I would have been too afraid to ask, honestly. Yeah. Well, did you guys have a favorite outfit for this episode? I really liked Alex's pink and striped Mm -hmm. skirt, but I thought it was really funny that Lauren, this like fashionista girly, went to a fashion show in her cute outfit, which was just two tanks layered on on top of one another. (laughs) That was like dressing up for them. I'd probably say Lauren's two-layered tank look because I did that all the time. (laughs) I thought that was like, I literally thought that was the height of fashion. And it would always be like two really brightly colored ones. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it'd be like red and orange, dark blue and light blue. Like that was. Or white on the inside. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I still like, if I'm wearing a t-shirt, I'll wear a tank top underneath it. I still do that. Like 2000s where the tank top's hanging out underneath. I don't wear crop tops, but I like certain crop tops, so I'll buy them and I'll just wear a tank top underneath. I do that all the time. I do the same thing because I can't pull off those ones that just come down to like right below your boobs. Like there's no, no. way. Yeah. Mm-mm. Raise your arms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I said Alex's outfit in that one scene was my favorite too, just because I feel like I have a bunch of pictures of me in skirts like that. And then what was your guys' favorite part of the episode? My car is donezo. My car is donezo. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's it's iconic. How do you not love that scene? And how many times did MTV play that as like a trailer or preview? Like I heard it so many times. So yeah, definitely, definitely hilarious. And I I also love Kristen imitating the cop. Oh my gosh, So so you're telling me... (laughs) It makes me laugh every time. And that poor cop was probably just like, Jesus Christ. Like, you know, yeah. like these teenagers. Yeah, he was having a rough day. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Millennial TV. If you enjoy listening to us, please consider subscribing to or following the podcast on whichever listening platform you hear us on. We always love any type of feedback and you can reach us at millennialtv at gmail.com. That's millennialteav at gmail.com or on Instagram at millennialtv. This is Liz, Candace, and Adrian, and we hope to have you back next week. Millennial.